Welcome to the GFF 23 show. This podcast brings you a taste of the Global Fintech Fest organized by the Fintech Convergence Council, Payments Council of India and National Payments Corporations of India happening in Mumbai from the 5th through the 7th of September 2023. Over the past three years, GFF has grown to become the largest fintech summit globally, demonstrating the pivotal role of fintech and driving sustainable global advancement by showcasing a 360-degree view of its transformative potential. In today's episode, we have Mr. Naveen Surya, the organizer and the advisory board member of GFF23, who's also the chairman of the Fintech Convergence Council, having a face-to-face conversation with Mr. Alpesh Shah, Managing Partner India at the Boston Consulting Group. Leading up to the Global Fintech Fest 23, Naveen and Alpesh get into pertinent topics such as India's role in the global fintech ecosystem, the importance of collaboration amongst emerging markets, and the need for being a responsible financial ecosystem, thus highlighting the core themes of the conference, inclusivity, resilience, and sustainability. Boston Consulting Group is the thought leadership partner for this episode. So I guess as we look at uh, GFF 2023, what is the new and exciting thing in store for people? Yeah. So I think uh, some of you who had been part of GFF 22, you already know it was the first time. And uh, thanks to all of you, especially the ones watching and who participated, it was an amazing and encouraging encouraging response to us and encouraging uh, uh, emotion to us. So this time we are trying to scale it to even like two or three X. Last time okay. you saw about 20 to 30,000 people over three days. This time you're going to see about 40 to 50,000 people wow. in three days and host of activities beyond what you saw last time. And this time the whole focus is around looking at what's happening in the world now and even in India. I mean, India is a host of G20 this year. So the theme again reflects for the GFF 23 this year, which is about global collaboration for a responsible financial ecosystem. And uh, we're saying there are sub three pillars for both global collaboration as well as for the responsible financial ecosystem. Uh, three pillars are obviously inclusivity. Uh, the second one is about resilience and the third one is about sustainability. So that's the theme. And we're hoping that there'll be a lot of exciting talks around the theme this year. Now, while we talk about it, uh, Alpes, you have been kind of literally omnipresent in the fintech and the BFSI ecosystem. What do you think in today's context in the world, where does the fintech stand and also India's role in this entire ecosystem today? So I guess, you know, Naveen, very interesting, right? Fintech is a, a recent addition to the dictionary. Maybe not that recent, maybe 10, 12, 15 years now. But they are a very large part of the ecosystem globally. In fact, by our estimates, it is now nearly, if I take fintech specifically, nearly double digit, you know, nearly 10% plus of the financial services business globally. If I look at that and then say, okay, but that's the world. What about Asia? What about India? Quite fascinating. We are seeing exactly the same trends play out in India and Asia. In fact, by our own estimates, we believe that Asia-Pacific will be the largest home for fintechs in this decade. Not even the decade, but the end of this decade. And so Asia will be larger than the North America system, right? just in terms of the fintech business. Within that, if you look at India, 
I say this with a lot of pride, India is already the third largest fintech market in the world. And I'm waiting for a few more years before I can say second and first, but right now it's the third largest. Uh, at last count, and I'm sure I get this data wrong, we had about 25 unicorn fintechs. Maybe that number has changed by the time we finish uh, the event. And so India is a very large part of the fintech space, is going to continue to be very relevant. Uh, and, you know, Asia is going to be the largest. So that's what that's true. we are looking at right now. No, absolutely. In fact, that's where we keep thinking that the way India has built out its model, none of the traditional financial services we were ever ranked even top 10. And less than, a, like you said, it's a recent origin, decade and a half probably at max. And we are already third largest ecosystem. And probably what we are building could be very relevant for the world. No, and I think, you know, can't say it better if you look at this three alphabet word now, DPI is, you know, has been made famous by, in India, this digital public infrastructure. I think when it started, you know, when Aadhaar started and then the whole build-up on top of that started, I don't think most of us even realize the power of that. Right? Uh, and as we've been looking at it, this whole power of this digital public infrastructure, right? If you think about it, how else do you get a billion plus people to do a set of activities, transactions, real-time. So real-time infrastructure for, you know, nation scale, nationwide scale, right? And that is what we as India have been able to achieve over the last decade. Uh, just some data, I was listening to the news today, yesterday, I forget. Nine billion UPI transactions in the month of May. Nine billion, right? And that itself tells you what DPI can do for you. And I think this is now become a reality because there is conversation of taking this across the borders to say how can this digital public infrastructure uh, be taken literally exported to Africa to Asia different parts of Asia because there are a lot of these countries where uh, I think it is essential because it is also at very efficient cost economics uh, and they will benefit from it so I think there's already a lot of conversation to say how can this be taken out to much larger parts of the world. Yeah. In fact, that's a great example of how the government itself started a responsible financial ecosystem. I mean, somewhere where the government started the journey for a responsibility and took the responsibility head on. That how do you drive these three pillars of inclusion, sustainability? Because again, this kind of infra can't be built by private sector alone. And the resilience which was sown then by the other sector players like fintechs, the, even the other financial institutions who were already part of it. Everybody coming together and creating it so I think, again, it goes well with our theme of discussion that how this whole responsibility, in fact, why we again wanted to choose responsibility as a theme because we've also seen some interesting innovation from across the globe. While they have scaled and created value, but that was a short-term phase and actually ended up creating a lot more dissonance and issues for the end consumers. So probably this is where India has scored and probably been working with the world to figure out and showcase that how we can build these ecosystem more responsibility and can deliver actually benefits to the ecosystem even better. And how have you thought about you know, taking your experience as you know a founder? What is responsible according to you? So what have you thought? You know, yeah. How have you thought of responsible? Yeah. So what I've seen Alpes in my journey as an entrepreneur that responsibility comes from the culture that the organization has built. And then different people have different beliefs, right? Some if you go back in history, I think business was always about profit and that was the responsibility to the every founder. It was known and given actually. Then came along and said that, okay, maybe you want to create probably value in the wealth of the company, right? 
And now the new model where it says that, hey, you just need to create a perpetual entity where people are just addicted to you, right? Now, I wouldn't say that any of this is wrong, but probably any single phase or any single mindset for a much longer period, because these are all probably a journeys and a different phase in an organization life cycle. You can approach it either way that you want to be a perpetual entity, but not having profitability will not ensure that. You could be a probably entity which is profitable, but not create value. Again, you will not survive. You can create value, but if you probably are not able to keep your customers addicted to you, you will again not grow. So I think eventually it's an evolving ecosystem. Most founders get it. It's just that sometimes they get it upfront. Sometimes they are very clear about it in their journey. Many times they learned by the Along the way, yeah. Or on the way. So... As is a toker, we see. Absolutely. And I think we are seeing that already happening, right? If you see most of the ecosystem player, different phases, you don't see today people coming and saying, hey, I'll spend $1,000 just to acquire customers. Right. It's already changed. So I think somewhere a balance of these ingredients and keeping the stakeholders' interest at the forefront and those three pillars for your own organization also, sustainability, inclusivity, as well as, uh, 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 let's say, the whole resilience part will need these three, three elements. Fair. You know, Naveen, I was thinking about one word you use, evolution, right? Yeah. And being a consultant, I pulled out the crystal ball to say, where do I see this in the next few years? Yeah. And everybody has been sort of worried about multiple things at right? the the winter, the funding winter in the recent past. So I'm looking at two or three themes and I just thought I would, you know, bounce that off you, right? So as you look at it first, I think as the saying goes, it is truly just a winter. Now we can argue, is it one quarter, two quarters, three quarters, four quarters? But if I take the long-term trend, I don't worry about it, right? The second big theme, as I look at it, is, again, starting with India, payments has seen a lot of innovation in the last decade, maybe. While I think it will continue to see a lot more, I think the good news is we are already beginning to see a large shift towards the other parts of financial services. So whether it is lending, whether it is uh, insurance, whether it is whatever, banking, savings, wealth, uh, asset management, the works. We've seen this globally and we're seeing this playing out in India as well. And so if I was to fast forward even five, seven years to the end of the decade, uh, I foresee that lending, insurance, and wealth and asset management will end up being as large, if not larger, than what payments has been. Right? Absolutely. And the third theme that I see, which was triggered by your talk of responsible, right, is uh, collaboration. I think we are going to see a lot of collaboration. In fact, people who collaborate will do better. And collaborations are multiple counts. So that's something that I just wanted to, you know, how would you thinking about collaboration as a founder? You know, what has been your thoughts? So before I come to collaboration, I just wanted to add one more point that the emerging markets even within this whole funding winter or whatever we call it, because they have two-thirds of the population which is yet not exposed to these these services have a real opportunity. So whatever may happen in the public markets Correct. may not reflect the true market size and a potential. The business potential, yes. Exactly. So we should not forget, and that still needs, and it comes back to collaboration, that for all of us to be efficient, because it's all about efficiency and the economies and the scalability, I think... India has done some amazing, interesting collaborative work, and I'll talk about it. But I think it's time that we need to work in a global environment and start collaborating to exchange those ideas, those case studies, those thoughts, and work together. 
if I look at very simple example of UPI, right. I mean, something which is a great example of collaboration itself, which started within, let's say, a government taking the responsibility, giving a mandate to a particular entity to build the retail infra rail for the country. That being taken over by banks, working with the early set of, a, let's say, fintechs, as well as big techs, they all coming together in an ecosystem. And today is the perfect example of the collaboration of everybody in the ecosystem. Of course, the merchants and customers as well. And again, directly being supported by the government. Now we're seeing the next phase of that, which is how does it go? So there is a talk of India and Singapore talking together to see that if two, two systems, fast payment can talk to each other. We're also talking about global remittances in the same way. CBDC is around the corner. So again, that would have a lot of interesting implication on global. So I think there are interesting examples of collaborations and a good success stories today in many geographies. You would probably have some more example of that. And I think that would be another critical part for the next set of a growth. You might have some additional ideas on the, on the collaboration. No, I, I think to your point, more than the collaboration, I also look at the point that you mentioned, right? I think we don't know what we don't know. And you mentioned collaboration with the merchants and the customers. I think the fact was that the example that you gave just solved a pain point for both merchants and Absolutely. customers. Right? I'll give you uh, my example. I go running every weekend. On a Sunday morning, I finish my run and I don't like carrying stuff with me. Right? Uh, I finish my run and literally at the race course, standing outside is this person with coconut water on his cycle. And he has a QR code where I can actually transfer 60 rupees to him. Right? That transaction in the past would not have happened because I would never have carried the money. Now it happens. He gets the money. I get what I want. It's actually a complete win-win, right? And so that is the power of all the, you know, if I look at just the innovation and the disruption that people keep talking, calling it disruption, but for me, it's just innovation, right? And I think you're going to see a lot more of that across the board. I think that's what the exciting part of this is. But to be able to take that to seven and a half, eight billion people, it will need a lot of collaboration. Because I don't think any one entity, any one individual, any one promoter, any one company is able to take this to the larger group, right? But if you have an offering, a solution, which addresses a pain point, and I go back to the DPA example at scale, yeah. economically, you have a winner. That's true. right? And that is what I get really excited about because that is exactly what uh, you know a lot of the fintechs have been challenging us in thinking about yeah. and pushing our thinking uh, in the last decade and you know uh, hopefully we'll see a lot more of that uh, in the event coming up yeah in fact i'm already thinking that this global collaboration on newer critical emerging technology areas like ai we know but we don't know right what is going to be implication quantum we still don't know enough probably. We just we know don't. the word. We think we know, but we don't know enough. So if you look at the list of things which has happened because of collaboration, which needs more collaboration to understand and unlock, even CBDC to some extent. Correct. Right? So I think this is an opportunity for all of us. And our attempt was only to kind of just give a glimpse into what you could all ex expect. And uh, I think we do hope to see all of you there. Uh, anything else you want to add? Uh, no, exactly. As you said, you will get to see sort of a glimpse of the, a potential glimpse of the future uh, with all the ideas, the innovative ideas coming up. Uh, and, uh, you know, hope to see all of you there. 
Thank you for listening to this episode of the GFF 23 show. If you've enjoyed this, make sure to tune into the next episode releasing in just a few days. We want to take this opportunity to thank Mr. Alpesh Shah, Managing Partner India at the Boston Consulting Group and Mr. Naveen Surya, the organizer and the advisory board member of GFF 23, who's also the chairman of the Fintech Convergence Council, the Global Fintech Fest, global collaboration for a responsible financial ecosystem. Inclusive, resilient, sustainable. Happening in Mumbai from the 5th through the 7th of September 2023. The Global Fintech Fest 23 is brought to you by the Fintech Convergence Council, Payments Council of India and National Payments Corporations of India. For more details about GFF 23, visit globalfintechfest.com. To listen to previous episodes of the GFF 23 show, visit ubersaga.com.